Hello, and welcome to Transformation by Truth podcast, where the call become the chosen and those who have been dedicated to serve the Most High receive the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth as we progress our quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. My name is D.L. Anderson. I'll be your tour guide. Let's get started with today's lesson. Hello, my friends, D.L. Anderson here. Welcome back to Transformation by Truth podcast and the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. Today, we have a brief word from your host and a reminder that exciting times are on the way. Today's podcast is entitled the Father's Controversy with Leadership, Part 4. O my people, they which lead thee cause thee to err and destroy the way of thy path. Isaiah 3, 12. The podcast objectives are analyze the danger of running on empty from a spiritual perspective, reveal the danger of leaders who fail to trust and obey and reveal how the spiritual deficits of a leader have the potential to spread faster than any disease. Now, our first section is entitled Running on Empty. We concluded the most recent podcast addressing what is perhaps the most damaging fault of leadership within the church circuit. That is, their inability to understand the times and seasons we are living in. Knowing the terror of Elohim and the unprecedented death and destruction that is coming, this deficit will be the critical factor in the eternal deaths of the majority within the conglomerate church. Quite simply, it is because they will not be prepared. Although I could easily go into the details of the desolate earth we will soon see, i.e. those of us who survive, the spirit has not led me to do so, namely because I've already done so, and in great detail during our recent End Times conference. What I will say is that Hollywood can never do it justice. The human mind cannot comprehend the death and destruction on this magnitude. And yet the chosen will see it all. We will live through it. As for the rest, the number one reason why they will die is certain. And I am quite sure you already know it has to do the quality of leadership they are receiving. Consider this. It is impossible for you to be prepared for any spiritual event apart from the hand of qualified leaders. Here lies a problem, and we touched on this in the last podcast. That is, the leaders within the church circuit have no idea what is coming. They are oblivious 
to the hour of temptation and darkness, which is upon all the earth. Ergo, they are not preparing their congregations to survive this faithful hour. They are not working towards obtaining the seal of Elohim. This is precisely why they will not be protected. It is not because they do not have a chance to be protected. It is because they do not fulfill the requirements upon being protected while they have the chance. Like the five foolish virgins, they have not taken up oil in their lamps. In some cases, these individuals don't have any oil at all. And it's all because no one is telling them how. Despite all the millions who call themselves pastors and leaders, the church circuit is filled with believers who are running on empty and many spiritual miles away from the nearest filling station. Alas, this is a ruinous state of the church. And here again, at the most critical time in history, there is one way to be saved in these last days. And that is by obtaining the seal of Elohim. The leaders within the church circuit are not only oblivious to this path, they are leading the congregations in the other direction. Sadly, and to their eternal hurt, they are all going the wrong way. And if you go the wrong way long enough, you will eventually go from running on empty it's completely out of gas. And this, my friends, is the most accurate spiritual analysis of the mainstays within the conglomerate church. Now, our next section is entitled, There Is No Other Way. This speaks the primary model of leadership in the church circuit, i.e. the model of the hireling. That is, one who has no desire to do the work to succeed in a position, yet desires the benefits of the position, typically the monetary benefits. This should come as no surprise to anyone, for we have already proven how most of the leaders in the church are not in it for the people. They do not follow the model of servant leadership. They are not covenanted with their flocks. On the contrary, they are in it for themselves. Despite all the good works they may appear to be doing, they are ultimately in their office to benefit themselves. We know this because there is a point where each of them will sacrifice their flock and take leave of the Father's will. This is perhaps one of the most underestimated dangers associated with the faulty leadership within the church circuit. It is such a crucial danger, I will offer it as an interest point. Consider this. The primary calling of a spiritual leader is to serve as an example of perfection for the congregation, to demonstrate behaviors each member should demonstrate, to faithfully walk the path the entire assembly should follow in a corporate pursuit of everlasting life. Here lies the problem 
the leaders in the conglomerate church are not examples of perfection. Most of them are not even close. And many of them have no clue as to the spiritual damage this deficit is doing to the congregation. Remember, every spiritual being that is not progressing on the path to perfection is by default in regression. We are all either moving forward or we are moving backwards. And it takes much more effort to move forward than it does to move backwards. Notwithstanding, moving forward is not complicated at all. All it takes is a man or woman who is committed to walking in obedient faith to the Father's will. Consider this interest point and you will see why. Every progressive step on the path to perfection is a step of obedient faith. Ergo, it is impossible to lead anyone on this path if you are not walking obedient faith to the Father's will. For you are getting nowhere if you are not given to trust. You are dying a sure spiritual death if you do not obey. This, my friends, is one of the biggest red flags of faulty leadership. That is, their audacity to walk in disobedience to the commands of our Creator and their impudence to make you an accomplice in or in a better their sins. It doesn't matter what category you fall into. If you do not speak out against sin in your midst, you become an accessory to that sin, for you are consenting to the one who is sinning and refusing to stand up for the truth. Now, you are not only complicit to sin, you did not birth. You have taken the next step and become a facilitator of that sin and made yourself a passenger on a fateful trip that will plunge you into hellfire and in the end, eternal death. Here's a question. How do you think Elohim feels about the rebellion running rampant within the church circuit? And what do you believe he is going to do about it? The answer, the word of truth reveals that it makes him angry. And although he is holding back for now, he will destroy the leaders of these assemblies and their flocks. The reason why is simple. By forsaking his will, these individuals have made themselves his opponents. And we know what happens to those who oppose Elohim. They are oppressed with hard relations during this life, and they are thrown into the lake of fire for all eternity. True, there are many other reasons why this will be their latter end. And we have already addressed some of those reasons, and we will indeed address more. Yet, it all really comes down to this. They would not trust and obey, for they fail to consider there is no other way. Now, our next section is entitled, Faster Than Any Disease. 
This truth reveals that these so-called leaders are not only hirelings, they are traitors, defectors, spiritual cowards who assume a title, an office, and a calling only to desert it when the going gets tough or because desertion was their plan all along. Trust me, hitching your wagon to a traitor is always a dangerous enterprise and an unwise move, especially when the one he or she is rebelling against is the most high. This speaks to the next deficit of these individuals. That is, they are reckless, i.e., they often take actions without considering the consequences and with complete disregard for their flocks and the impact their rebellion would have on them. Here's the question. Is that someone you really want to follow? Is that a man or woman you want watching over your soul? The answer, if you truly desire everlasting life, the obvious answer is no. Besides all the obvious reasons why this so-called leader will not make it into the kingdom, the aftermath of following him or her is scarcely considered. That is, until it is too late. Consider this interest point, and you will see why. The spiritual deficits of any leader will eventually be transferred to every member of their congregation and not one will survive it. Each one will be compromised. Perhaps you could appreciate this better if you liken sin to COVID-19 and the leaders within the church as super spreaders. And still, this analysis is inadequate where the spiritual damage being done is much greater than this. Trust me, COVID-19 has nothing on sin or any of the offshoots of lawlessness, for both are deadlier in this life and the primary reasons why hell has enlarged itself is because of its contagious nature. Less wise, you should look at the assembling of the unrighteous as super spreader events. Every time the lawless ones congregate, Spiritual diseases are spreading and infecting everyone until they are all compromised to the point of spiritual death. This brings me to the most depressing and heart-rending aspect of this entire ordeal. It is such a crucial matter that I will be remiss if I do not address it, and I will with the following interest point. Due to the depleted spiritual state, the vast majority within the church circuit will not survive these last days. They will not inherit everlasting life. They are not going to be saved. This is precisely why I have only been speaking to a select audience from the beginning. And yet I caution you, even if you are being led by the Spirit this day, Take heed, for many of those who are beyond salvation today were once being led like you. 
And the number one reason why they are not compromised is because they didn't have what you have. That is, a qualified spiritual leader to guide you in the way of holiness. Rather, they fell query to the vast array of spiritual deficits carried by their depraved leaders, all of which had the potential to spread faster than any disease. Now, here is the final word. The pool of true contenders is small, and it is getting smaller every day. Seeing as the primary external factor driving this depressed reality is unqualified leadership, I will continue to address the public's controversy with the men and women who are doing the most damage within the visible church. I will continue in my exposition of the clear and present danger of the most depraved model of mismanagement our world has ever known in order to save honest men and women from this most deadly vice. The enemy is taking all the false leaders within the church to the lake of fire with him, and they are bringing their flocks along for this disastrous ride. It's time you get off this ride if you haven't already. And if you have, I admonish you, remember Lot's wife and never look back. Now, here is the assignment for today. Continue to pray and fast as you are led by the Spirit and ask the Father for insight as to the times and seasons we are living in. Likewise, ask him to lead you into the right assembly, i.e. a congregation of righteousness with qualified leaders and spiritually progressive flocks. Trust me, in these last days, the factor of qualified leadership has become priceless. For what would it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what would a man give in exchange for his soul? Now, here is what's next. We completed today's podcast, The Father's Controversy with Leadership, Part 4. And the next podcast is The Father's Controversy with Leadership, Part 5. I'll post it on Wednesday. Until then, my friends, be led by the spirit of Elohim. And I promise you, I will too. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to tune in with us every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And if you haven't already, visit us at www.pinnacleofholiness.com and make sure you sign up to join the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022.